the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I don't know about you, but many days I feel overwhelmed. There's stress, there's work, there's people, situations, so much to do, isn't there? But God, he wants to overwhelm you with his love. Even though we feel overwhelmed, his love is greater. His wisdom is bigger. He is so much smarter than all of the things that we face. So this was a women's event. It was called Overwhelmed. We're going to take a look at Moses and talk about the rejection and the suffering that he faced and how sin should not define us because God wants to come in and he wants to overwhelm us with his love. I don't know about you, but sometimes life can be overwhelming and it can range from your marriage to your kids to your finances to your job I don't know how it happens but we stress out and new babies you know life becomes overwhelming and we we wanted to talk about overwhelm tonight because we wanted you to see that God wants to overwhelm you with his love. And I know that all of us have situations in life that almost presses in and waits on us and we are overwhelmed. But God wants to come into your life and he wants to overwhelm you with his love. I wanted to teach us about all the women of the Bible. I've been thinking about tonight and I thought, oh, we can do Mary. We can do Elizabeth. I, I thought, we should do the women of the Bible. And then... Uh, this summer, I fell in love with Moses. And I'm like, oh, but I wanted to do the women. But I just, I fell in love with the character of Moses this summer. Did you know that in Israel, the, the Jewish people, they think of the characters of the Bible like their aunts and uncles. And when you talk to them, they talk about them like they're their grandparents. And I want to convey to you tonight the character of Moses, and I want you to feel like he's one of you, because he was just like us. Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. Think of that. He was highly intelligent. And every, every few months, pick out a character in the Bible and fall in love with them. It's so much fun. And as you go along, you you're like, oh yeah, I remember when I fell in love with Zachariah, the priest. Every Christmas, you think about him. You know, so we are going to look at Moses tonight. Moses was completely overwhelmed by his situation. He was totally overwhelmed. And 
If you want to do the women, if you want to do that, you send me a message and maybe we'll do it, but we can't have all the fanfare. But we could sit around and we could study the women. Uh, if you want to do that, let me know. So let's look at Moses. I wanted you to know he had an identity crisis. He experienced rejection and suffering. Hebrews 11:22. Moses' parents had faith too. When they saw God had given them an unusual child, they trusted God would save him from the death the king commanded. And they hid him for three months and they were not afraid. I'm not going to finish reading. Basically, Moses was an Israelite. These two words are synonymous. Hebrew, Israelite. So if I switch them up, same thing. Hebrew, Israelite. The Israelites had to leave Israel because there was a famine. And they're living in Egypt. And while they're living in Egypt, the very mean Pharaoh said, no more male baby boys. The, the Israelites are making, there are too many babies, and they're going to outweigh us. And so he enslaved them. Pharaoh was so mean to them. In this time, Moses' mom, what a wonderful mother. She has this baby, and she, she tries to keep him for three months. They're killing all the babies. She covers the basket with tar, and she puts him on the Nile River really close to Pharaoh's daughter. She was so smart. This mother was amazing. But can you imagine her heartbreak? So Pharaoh's daughter gets him, raises Moses as her own. Moses was trained like a king. Pharaoh, we don't know for sure. Pharaoh was either his older brother it could have been his dad. It could have been his grandfather. We don't know exactly. But he, Moses got the highest education of that time. And Egypt was a world power. It, it was incredible, the training and the wealth that was given to Moses. But here he is. He's an Israelite. When, when we lived in Israel as a newlywed, it was spring break. And Doyle said, let's go to Egypt for spring break. We're so close. We should go, right? I said, sure. And then he tells me we're going the backpacking one-star tour. I'm like, oh, how did, I, how did I sign up for that? So it, it truly was. You, you ever have the uh, suntan line on your ankle? We had the dust line on our, on our ankles. So we get to Egypt, and it is so hot. Imagine baking a pan of brownies opening your oven and sticking your head in. That's how hot it is. You, you could drink a gallon of water and not go to the bathroom. True story. It was hot, hot, dusty, very dusty. And I thought, well, we'll just get to see the pyramids, and this will be worth it all, right? We get to the pyramids. It, there's a sandstorm, and we're like, oh, there they are. Yes, there they are. We can see them. <laughs> They're like right there, but it was so hot, so dusty. And Egypt made such an impression on me. Then we went down south to Luxor, the Valley of the Kings. And they have columns that are, I mean, like three tables together, and the height of this ceiling, the Valley of the Kings, was massive. The sphinx is this huge head. It's all carved out of stone. The pillars. I mean, it was like being on a movie set of some grand, incredible thing. That The temple worship and all their etchings and 
incredible. And I thought, wow. So that's the kind of king, you know, the pharaohs. And, and Moses, he knew this. He knew that world. And when we got back to Israel, it was the land of milk and honey. I, oh, it was wonderful, beautiful. And I thought, this is it. This makes sense to me. It makes total sense. They're in the heat. They're in the dust. And Moses, one day, he kind of wakes up to the fact that I don't belong. I don't belong in the palace. And I don't belong with the Israelites. Where do I belong? Who am I? And then he realizes that his dad is beating them and abusing them. And every day they're, they're made to work late. They have bricks with no straw. It's horrible. And so Moses goes out and he, he sees this Egyptian beating one of his people. And he kills him. And then he drags the body and he hides it in the sand. Well, there's a lot of sand. So he, he, he buries the body. And the next, so then he hides. The next day he comes back. And there's two Israelites, two Hebrews, and they're fighting. And Moses tries to mediate, hey, you guys, knock it off. This is ridiculous. And they said, no, we saw. We saw you murder him, that Egyptian yesterday, and we're telling your dad. And they did. And Pharaoh says, Moses will be executed. So can you imagine the identity crisis? The two Hebrews, he's just trying to help them. And they're like, no, you don't, you're not one of us. We're telling your dad you don't belong. And then he can't go back to the palace. They're going to kill him if he goes back to the palace. And Moses flees. He flees in the wilderness to Midian. And I can only imagine on that journey how he felt. Because in his anger, he had sinned. You know, the Bible says, in your anger, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. You know, it, some things you can be mad about, it's okay. But he got, he was so passionate about how his people were being treated. I want to ask you this, what are you passionate about? What really fires you up? And Moses had that, he had that deep in, within him. But in that process, he got really mad and then he sinned. Now he's out in Midian. And he doesn't belong anywhere the rejection, the suffering, and he's in the desert. Well, sometimes our sin, it overwhelms us, and the consequences of our sin completely overwhelm us. But I want you to know, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter anything. Moses murdered a man. God wants to overwhelm you with his love. And there's nothing too great. There's no sin too great to be forgiven of anything. And Moses, the next thing he did is he married a good woman. So he, he redeemed himself a little bit. <laughs> so he's at the well, and he marries a solid woman. Her, her, her dad was a priest, and they have kids. So now they're, they're doing sheep, they're doing goat, they're in the desert, they're happy, little kids everywhere. And, you know, if, you've, if you're overwhelmed by your sin... Just make a good decision now. That was the smartest thing. He started making a good decision. And in the midst of Moses and that decision, he's out there 
and he sees a bush, and it's burning. It's burning, but it's not burning up. These bushes, we imagine, are boxwood English hedge. No. We saw these. These are prickly. They look like a tumbleweed. Ugly, uh, just a scrappy old thing. They're in the desert. And you may feel that way. You may ha- we have seasons where we feel that we're in the desert. So he's out here. This thing is burning. But what I like about Moses, it says that he participated. He looked. He went closer. And when you're overwhelmed with your sin, with your choices, with your past, you have to start looking. Open our eyes and let's start looking for Jesus. Let's start looking for God. Where is he and what's he doing? And Moses participated. The Bible says he came closer. And he he looked over to see. And when he gets there, God speaks to him. And God says, Moses, take your shoes off. You're on holy ground. And Moses bows down. And I believe in that moment, God burned it all up. I really do. He burned up all that sin, all that rejection. Who am I? What have I done? How did I get here? And that's what God wants to do. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.